Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. It is the Odd Couple. I am Chris. He is Rob. We're live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And you can follow us on social media. Rob is at Rob Parker FSR on Instagram. I am at Chris underscore Broussard on Twitter. Chris Broussard 68 on the gram. We got Randy Mueller, former NFL executive of the year, now a Fox Sports Radio NFL analyst joining us. At the bottom of the hour, Randy is always good, so uh, keep it locked for that. But you heard it at the top. Steph Curry is now the game's all-time leader in three-pointers made, passing the great Ray Allen to uh, get that, that that honor, I guess. And Rob, I, look, the NBA has, this has become a huge event. You know, a few games ago, somebody asked him if he could hit 16 to pass Ray in one night. What a joke that was. And, you I know, he you talked, he, he didn't poo-poo, which I, I, I get it. You know, he's that great. You shouldn't poo-poo it. You never know. But that became a big story. And tonight, uh, I mean, it was a, I don't know if you saw it, Rob. They made a scene at the Garden. Um, Spike Lee was all over the place. Both of Steph's parents were there. He got big hugs from them. Ray Allen was there. They talked to Ray and Reggie Miller before the game. Reggie Miller's on the call. Reggie's third in three-pointers made. They stopped the game. Uh, they did much more for this, Rob, than the NFL is doing for all these records that Tom Brady's breaking, you know, well, this year. Well, let let me ahead. say this. I think as years go by, and if you guys want to argue with me and call him the greatest three-point shooter because he's had more makes. Not three-point shooter. Shooter. No, I'm saying, but if, if you want to argue with me about his three-point shooting prowess, fine. I—, I He's not the greatest shooter in my mind. That's just me. But here's the other thing that years from now, this will, you'll look back at it and it'll be comical. Hear me out. Because you'll realize that it has more to do with the game and guys putting up threes more so than it be, and being about Steph Curry. And here's to illustrate exactly that point. Steph's record probably won't last that long because in his first four years, Steph had three, 643 threes. Donovan Mitchell in his That's first three seasons. attempted or made? Makes. Makes. Okay. 726. Right? Right. So he already had way more in his first four. And now Trey Young's coming up behind him, Chris. Currently in his fourth season, he's on pace for 710. All I'm saying is the numbers are astronomical and there'll be guys coming behind him shooting even more threes than maybe Steph even attempted to start 
and they'll play and this record will be changing hands over and over and over. It's I get it. At this moment, they want to celebrate it, have a great night. I'm not knocking it. I'm not going to rain on this parade. It rained like cats and dogs in L.A. But I think Did it's it overdone. today? Oh, my God. Like, oh, wow. About time y'all got some inclement weather. I'm up in no, here. No, it rained. Rob the G. Northeast battling. You're from here. It, was, it rained last night, right? And all day today, like most of the All day. right. Here, here's the thing, Rob. I hear what you're saying. They shoot far more three-pointers than they ever did. All right. Uh, Ray Allen, the leader, obviously, before tonight, attempted 5.7 three-point shots per game for his career. Steph Curry attempts 8.7 for his career. So that's three more attempts per game. So, yes, they shoot far more threes than ever. And that has something to do with this. But here's where you're wrong, Rob. And, and look, I, I, I don't view this like when Le- if LeBron passes Kareem as the all-time leading scorer, that'll be far bigger than this to me. If, and I don't think he will, but I mean, I don't know who in the world is going to catch John Stockton for the all-time assist lead. But if somebody ever does, that'll be a bigger deal. Rebounds, we don't keep totals as much. Nobody's going to get near what Wilt and Bill Russell and those guys did, right? But those are the three big counting stats. I think Russell Westbrook averaging a triple-double for a season, and now obviously, what, three seasons, is more impressive. To me, this is like if somebody breaks the steals record. Nice. Great. But not a huge deal. That said, Steph Curry is easily – the greatest shooter in NBA history. If you want to say he's not the greatest clutch shooter in NBA history, no, bro, you can't be no, both. I'm not you talking to you. No. I'm not. I'm not. I'm okay. giving my. I'm giving All my right, point. Go ahead. You if you want to say he's not sense. the best clutch shooter, shooter, fine. But Steph Curry is clearly. It ain't even close because when you look at the top ten shooters' uh, three point percentage, Steph is the uh, well, and his brother Seth now. They are the only two players in the top 10 percentage-wise who were full-time players. Everybody else was a specialist off the bench who shot threes. Kyle Korver, Steve Kerr, Tim Legler, Hubert Davis. And all they did was come in and catch and shoot. Steph is running off screens, catching and shooting, uh, creating his own shot off the dribble, playing for 37 minutes a night. I mean, he's a 43% career three-point shooter. Ray Allen, as great as Ray was, and Ray was awesome. Ray is underrated. Ray Allen is 47th in three-point shooting percentage. Steph is 7th. Reggie Miller is 61st in three-point shooting percentage. It took Ray Allen 1,300 games to set this record. Steph broke it in 788. And Ray Allen still, to this moment, has attempted more than 500 three-pointers than Steph. 540 more threes than Steph Curry. So it's it's a done deal. Case closed as the best shooter of all time. I don't care if he didn't hit. A game winner? He's got three rings. 
So he clearly shoots well when when they need it in the big games. Whether he's hit the last shot at the last second or not. So to me, this this record is just kind of justification. He's been the best shooter of all time for the last six years. But this is just kind of, you know, I, and I think, Rob, to your point, I don't think it'll be broken. Like, I think it'll be a while because I, I, I get you, but you only did Steph's first three years. No, Remember, his four. third year first he only played. Years, first okay, four. his third year only played 26 games because, remember, he had the ankle years, problems. Right, okay, right. so four. he didn't play four full seasons or even close. And then his last 10 years, Rob, he's averaged 10 three-point shots a game. And all the young guys, Donovan Mitchell, Trey Young, Duncan Robinson, all of these young guys who are hoisting a lot of threes, first of all, none of them are shooting 10 a game like Steph has for the last 10 years. And secondly, they all shoot them at a far lower percentage. They're not hitting his nearly – Donovan Mitchell's a 35% three-point shooter this year. Yeah, it doesn't mean that he can't Trey be Young is, a, is, a, is below more. that. I think so. My be point plays. is, they're not they're not going to be well. Trey Young is thirty nine percent, but he's he's shooting seven a game, and so my point is, you got to Steph is going if he plays another four or five years at a high level. Let's give him four years at a high level. He could have four and he's years with a game, and his he percentage comes down. I said he could. Oh, he it, could, it might come at down. At the end, a his percentage could come down as he gets older, Chris. But he, I mean, he should be over forty for his. I'm career. just saying it, it. It is not inconceivable as you get older, uh, you know, and you have more wear and tear on your legs, that that his percentage could go down. No, it may come down a little, but I'm saying I think for his career, he's already at forty three percent. He'll probably be above forty for his career, and he's going. He's going to add to this mark over the next four years or so. So I, I'm not so convinced that it'll be broken anytime soon. I, but I do think this, Rob, even though the NBA may not make as – probably will make as big of a deal. But whoever does break it, and it might be 20 years from now, I don't know when, it'll be a bigger deal than this. Because the game – I mean, who knows what's in store for the game. But there has been such a sea change in the way basketball is played, Rob, that – they're going a lot of a ton of dudes are gonna break Ray Allen's record, you know. Like and they're Ray, but in twenty years, Ray won't probably won't even be in the top ten, if not lower than that. Yeah, I I just have I have different expectations when you call somebody the greatest shooter, except for he's not clutch. It, it just doesn't even go. I didn't say go, he's not clutch. It doesn't even go hand in hand. Well, I didn't all right, say he's you not had clutch. your say. Can I? No, can but I go? You, you're putting words in my mouth. No, you I didn't you, say. Did I say Chris Bouchard? Did I? Did I say you Chris Bouchard? All right. You said you. I did not you, say you. you. you All right. You, People yeah, you say you. they act me. like it don't matter. Like, oh, it don't matter. Just the, the, the same way nobody says Marv Levy's the greatest NFL coach who went to four straight rings. Super Bowls. He don't have what? rings. He, he won four. He got to the Steph Super Bowl four times. Okay? Steph got three rings. Um, no. Marv Levy can I, can I make my point? Can you, I make you, my you point? Make, you, you, my point say something is, smart. Say something smart. My point is make, you got to be the greatest shooter. You got to have those moments when people go, wow, I can't believe right, Steph yeah, knocked that down moments. and won the game. <laughs> they don't do that. It's like, oh, what? Oh, Steph, he missed another one. Go look at the videos. They're all over YouTube. All the misses when, they, when the Warriors need them most. 
How could you look at How's that guy and say the greatest rings? shooter? Uh, hello? How's he got uh, three rings? Can you cut his mic off, please? I'm just asking. I'm not you talking like about rings. I'm talking about the because he had Kevin Durant. Because oh, Kevin really? Durant made he shots over, over, Le- Durant over LeBron James. That's why. When they're up, it doesn't make sense. Can I talk? Can I hello? Those are big shots. Stop it. When you're talking about the greatest shooter, but he ain't clutch. It's okay that he's not clutch. Who I don't said he ain't clutch? Chris, Who says I'm he's talking. Not clutch? Quiet down. Who says he's not clutch? Alex, turn his <laughs> mic off. I'm done. Go ahead. It doesn't make sense to crown somebody the greatest shooter, but they can't make big shots in big moments. It's a contradiction. He's the best three-point shooter because he has the most makes. I'll give you that. As I stand here today and I need a big shot to win a big game, I don't want Steph Curry near the ball. If he's throwing up confetti or a bucket or a half-court shot, a circus shot for the crowd, I want Steph Curry. If I want the game to be won at the buzzer, I don't want the ball near Steph Curry. Steph Curry can be a decoy or put on the bench. I don't want him touching the ball in that moment. He doesn't make those shots. His shot's not wet. He's wet. Rob, who says he's not clutch? Stats say he's not clutch. Well, you said somebody says he's not clutch. I haven't heard anybody say that. Stats. I say he, you, you, you can say he's not the most clutch shooter ever. That doesn't mean he's not clutch. And let me ask you this. Can I? What, what was stats? the game winner? What's the game winner you remember from Isaiah Thomas? Big shot. I didn't call, nobody's called Isaiah. No, no, no. no basket, because nobody's basket. called Isaiah Thomas the greatest shooter of all. I don't need don't to do to that. But if you're going to say, if no, you're God, say that somebody's the greatest game shooter, winner. I want you to give me the example. And Answer you don't me. have any. That's why your argument is weak. That's why all you Steph Can Curry you minions me? are I'm talking about. He's the greatest shooter, but I, I can't tell you a shot he made because he hasn't made one. Was Isaiah Thomas He hasn't made one. Was no Isaiah one called Thomas Isaiah. Clutch? Isaiah Thomas, yes, made clutch okay. baskets. What was in, the in, what in was beating the Michael right Jordan, Larry Bird? And, Give me and, the shot. You remember him hitting no, that closer to win again. Nobody called him. No, I, it could be a layup. Nobody. It could called, be a layup, Rob. Nobody Give me the called shot. him Not jump the shot. greatest shooter of all time. Not that's jump my shot. Argument. Give me the clutch layup he made to win again. I don't have his career in oh, front of you me. Don't? You know what I have? You don't? I, I have guy, Steph Curry's I thought, career I in front of me. I thought he was always remember. I got the video. Remember when he did this? Remember the, when he did I got that? the video. I got the video of Mike Steph Curry's nine, nine misses. You guys, I got, keep, I got the video keep doing too, that. Watching three rings, nine. Yeah, How thanks to that? Kevin you Durant. Can, you can have Kevin the nine Durant misses. and injuries. I still got the video of him Kevin not getting Durant. a Finals MVP. How Kevin about Durant that video? Ran the Steph's team. Stop Steph being a, 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 Kevin Durant's a, a team. Steph Curry fanboy. You got no video. Show me the big shot he's made, Chris. You don't have one. He's greatest, not three greatest rings, shooter. Rob. My ass. He's not the greatest shooter. First of all, don't please to TMI. All right, we we don't want to hear that. All right, but I don't. I, I, I'm not a Steph Curry minion. I'm dropping facts. He's clearly the best. He's 43 percent from three. 
All right, it's your turn to weigh in. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. Somebody's panties are in a bunch. That's right. Your I turn just to pull, weigh in. And I pulled them out with my teeth. <laughs> oh, gosh. This is just full of TMI. All right. Um, is Steph Curry the best shooter of all time or not? Your turn to win with the odd couple. Chris and Rob, Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. It's the iCouple live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, and if you're a value customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company, whoever it is. But it should be Discover, because Discover matches all the cash back that you've earned at the end of your first year. Now, how's that for a gesture of appreciation? Discover, exceptionally common since. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations do apply. All right. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. Your turn to weigh in. What do you think about Steph breaking this three-point record? And is he the best shooter of all time? All right. Let's kick it off with uh, James in Oakland. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What's up? What's up, guys? I've been following y'all since the beginning of your show. I love both of y'all's takes on everything. Thank um, you. But, Rob, man, you got it wrong about Steph. With your logic, Robert Ory is the greatest shooter of all time. Ooh, no, he's not. Steph, wow. Good point. Steph, really Steph, good no, he's point. not. That, you that, don't know what Steph's that's done not for what No, no, no. Hold on, James. I'm going to let you make your point because I want you to put right. words in my mouth. Because <laughs> it ain't just about Robert Ory making those big shots. He don't have enough body of work. To be considered that. All, my point is, when you call somebody the greatest shooter of all time, he should have some big shots, big moments that matter. That's all I'm saying. But, but you're saying the big shots that he doesn't have were only in the finals. He's done way a lot of shots in the regular season and the playoffs that have either gotten us uh, to the next game or got us first place. Look, last year we had nobody. We were decimated at the half. Hold on. If they didn't win any championships, okay, they didn't win any championship and Steph had no big makes, you would still say he's the greatest shooter of all time. No, you would first not. Winning, 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 that first champ, winning that first you know championship what? If Muhammad without Ali KD. never was the heavyweight champ, no, would you no, say he's the best no. boxer ever? No, I mean, what does that no, mean, Rob? Uh, James, hey, I, I, I got it. You know, that's your team. That's your guy. I'm, I have higher standards. I have higher standards. If I'm going to crown somebody the greatest of anything, I'm going to nitpick the hell out of their resume. That's okay, what Reggie I Miller even says he's the greatest shooter of That's, all time. What does that mean? He's being nice. What is he going to yeah, say? He's nice. <laughs> he really believes it. What's he going to say? He's not? James, yeah. when Reggie, James, when Reggie Miller says, says he's not, 
Then you come get me, okay? Then you come get no, me. No, Reggie's one of the biggest trash talkers ever. He's on television. He does Look the game. Scottie He's not going to trash talking Steph all this Curry. trash to get about Michael Jordan. Is he trying to be nice? No, Some that's dudes different. Some say what the he, heck they believe. That's different because he played no. with Jordan. He has an axe to grind. Reggie Miller has no axe to grind. Let's go to KD in Alabama. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, KD? What's up, fellas? How y'all doing tonight, man? Good, man. How are you? I'm great, great. Uh, hey, Chris, look, I can't believe I'm, I'm going to agree with somebody who compared Tom Brady to Robert Ory as the <laughs> Robert Ory of the NFL. I, I can't believe it. But I do agree with Rob that I can't – when I look back, I can think about NJ. I think about him hitting an, a playoff shot. I think about Ray Allen, big shots against the Lakers in the playoffs. Uh, even Reggie Miller, but I do agree with Rob the point that you need a body of work and the clutch playoff shot. That I mean, he does have a point in that sense. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying he, he's a how bum is he not or he can't been, play. How I'm is not he not? The, the last shot has to come with no time on the clock? I mean, and I'm just going to say this for real. And, and look, Kevin Durant is awesome. But that shot he hit over LeBron James is so overrated. And here's why. And and that's all you can point to, Rob, is that, oh, that big shot Kevin Durant hit, you know, uh, over LeBron. The the Warriors won that series. How long did that series go? Was that his first year with the Warriors? That series went, they won that first series in five games. They were up two games to to one. There's no pressure. And you had all these other great players on your team drawing attention. I mean, come on, man. It's easier to shoot well when you got a bunch of other teammates drawing attention. So I'm just saying, like, you you talk about that shot like it was some awesome shot. What if he missed? They still would have won in five games. I mean, come on. He didn't miss. Just like Steph had. Just what if Steph made one? Then maybe we could look at him. You can call him the greatest shooter you want, and that's what your standards I'm not alone. are. Most I'm, that's everybody fine. calls him. Reggie, that's fine. Reggie Miller got high standards too, that's and he fine. calls that's him the your, best. That's your standard. You I have a different standard. I don't, I, don't, but Reggie, I don't follow the sheep. I don't follow the sheep. I've never I was done it. the first it. one ever to call him the best I don't follow the sheep. People follow the sheep right off the cliff. Go ahead. No, you're not. You ain't seat. no damn shepherd. You can forget about Who that. Who was the first one you heard say he was the best I don't, I don't remember you saying it first, but I, I don't know. I said it in 2015 at the NBA Finals. I'm glad on his day you're patting yourself on the back that you did something uh, nah, to make him the greatest No, you called me a sheep. I'm just defending myself. You're a sheep. Your, your like slander. everybody else. Against your slander. It ain't slander. <laughs> it is slander. I ain't no sheep. I'm My just whole a, life is I've been about a reporter for 35 years, okay. and I don't care I, if I hurt people's feelings because I don't say what they want to hear. Everybody ripped me what, when I talked about. What's that got to do with anything? No, because everybody thinks that you just got to go along. Oh, just, just go along with Who everybody. Thinks that? Everybody thinks Steph is so you cute. You talking about me making it about myself? Just go along. Just go what along. What are you talking? You're bringing up just something that's along. not even relevant. I ain't going okay, along. Okay, you've with been a that. reporter for 35 years. Great. What's that got to do with this? 
I'm just objective. I'm not a fanboy, really? and I never will be. Oh, you, you're Aaron never will be fanboy. ever. You're when Aaron I become Rogers a fanboy, when I become a fanboy, I'm done. I'm quitting. I'll never be a fanboy on the radio, on a, in print, on television, ever, ever, ever. Here's the first question Rob's going to ask Randy Mueller. Randy, Aaron Rodgers, I mean, just, just, I mean, just, Aaron Rodgers. Just, Can it's we go to the update because I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> All right, we got Randy Mueller coming up next, but first. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, our man Randy Mueller, former NFL Executive of the Year, now a Fox Sports Radio NFL analyst. Randy, how are you? What's happening? Doing great, guys. What's going on, man? I hear I'm missing a little, uh, little fight going back and forth, huh? I'm just teaching lessons on the radio like like I do every night. Randy, you co-host. know what? It's hard to work with. I don't know how Chris mans that microphone with pom-poms in each hand. You know, I have a reporter's notebook and a pen and a recorder yeah, right. in, my, in my hand. Yeah, right. All right, Randy, let's start here. Um, last night, obviously the Rams' big win over the Cardinals. But OBJ played really well, six catches, 77 yards. Seems to be fitting in swimmingly with Matthew Stafford. And now Justin Jefferson comes out and says OBJ wasn't a problem in Cleveland. Where do you land? When you see a guy go someplace and he's been there less than a month and he's just fitting in terrifically and he was in Cleveland for several years and just it was just like nails on the chalkboard when he was in the (laughs) game, you know? And where do you kind of place blame? How do you explain you know, things working out so well so quickly with the Rams? I just think sometimes things fit and come together, and sometimes they don't. Sometimes we try to jam a round peg into a square hole, and it, you can do it for years, and it's not going to work. I just think the fit here is obvious. Um, everybody used to say OBJ is a deep threat. He's a deep threat. He's way more than a deep threat. This guy can get open. He can separate. He could do all these things in Cleveland. It's just a matter of the system itself working for him. And in in Cleveland, they had different priorities. I don't think anybody has to take the blame. It just wasn't going to work there because their system is set up to do things different. I think, obviously, in McVay's system in L.A., he picked things up right away. Uh, The the quarterback is finding ways to get in the ball. I think the arm talent that that, uh, the quarterback in Cleveland had is completely different than what he sees now on a day-to-day basis. So it's just a better fit. I, I, I strike more against not blaming other than just, you know, recognizing what talent and his skill set is and fitting it in. I think the Rams have done a decent job with that. How about Kyler Murray? Uh, Stafford played well, uh, first win against the team with uh, five wins above uh, 500. Uh, he was 0-17 coming into this game, which is just a crazy number, but – he played very well. Kyler Murray did not. What did you see from him? He had a uh, pick six um, in the end zone. He missed a wide-open receiver on their first drive. And uh, there was a no- couple other times they were, you know, close and g- gave up the ball on downs. What have you seen from Kyler since he's been back from injury? Well, here's my take on Kyler, and I, I've always worried about him. We've talked about it the durability factor, and, and I have in my mind him limping off the field again last night. But mm. having said that, 
I think both teams came out in a positive way yesterday. And obviously the Rams got back on track. They were doing some of the things last night that we all said they should have been doing all along. But even in Arizona's case, and you said it, Arizona has a good record. They were going in as the number one seed last night, but they hadn't played any close games at the end. The only other close game they had was another miscommunication in a game where Green um, Tyler Murray and Hopkins screwed up and weren't on the same page. So I just think Arizona learns from this. I think it happened at a good time for them. I think it wakes them up a little bit, and I think they're better because of it. Now, you don't want to lose games. I get it. But I just think there's a lot of positives to be gained from Arizona. And, and in Kyler Murray's case, he needs to be in some of these games. He needs to manage his group better. They look disorganized and out of sorts, and, yeah, it was chaos at the end of the game, but some right. of that – blame goes on Cliff Kingsbury. Some of it goes on Kyler Murray, too. He's got to rally his troops better, but he had never been in these spots. So I just think it's experience noted, and he'll be better next time around because of it. They're a good team. I don't think they're a pretender because they lost last night. They're still a contender in my mind. Randy, where are you at on, and, and not, not talking about the injury. Let's assume Lamar Jackson is fine and he's able to play on Sunday, or I don't know if they play Sunday or Saturday, but this weekend. Uh, where are you at on him and the Ravens at this point? Because obviously he's been struggling for almost two months now. Yeah, I think he's really been struggling since the Miami game, and they blitzed him to death. And I don't think the Ravens have recovered from that. Remember the game was Miami almost blitzed every play. Yep. And he, was right. at, he was at a loss as to, one, what to do with the ball. And, two, I don't think from a schematic standpoint they gave him any options. So I just think the Ravens are stuck right now where they are. They've got to find a way to get him under center. They've got to do some more things play-action-wise where they can run the ball. Now, they're devastated with injuries. I get it. But he's got to find a way to beat pressure and not with his legs. He's got to make them pay. The, the biggest defense against blitzes is to hang in there and hit a big play. And it's in the passing game, and he just hasn't been able to do that yet. So the ankle now, maybe in, in, in the long run, maybe it keeps him in the pocket because he can't depend on his legs. He's mm. got to see things quicker and get the ball out quicker. And I think that's how you defeat blitzes, and, and we'll see if that happens when he gets back healthy. Hey, Randy, we got about a minute to go. Uh, you know, the, the COVID and what's going on in the NFL, like wildfire. Chris yeah. and I talked earlier about, well, you know, could this affect the Super Bowl where one of the starting quarterbacks might have it, you know, like or a playoffs, playoff, big yeah. playoff game. How concerned should teams be that you might be without a star player in a big game, especially after New Year's and, and Christmas? You know, yeah. people are together again. We saw it, the surge after Thanksgiving. This is a real concern, isn't it? It's a definite concern, and I think if I was a GM right now, I would be looking at trying to find a way to maybe consummate my own bubble, right, to get our guys all under one wow. roof. Wow. Oh, that's but a good I point, think, Randy. I, I are, have you heard anything? Are, are there teams thinking about stuff like that? Do you know? Well, I don't think anybody's publicly said it, but I don't think how they, how, how they couldn't think about it. I know I would be. I'd be trying You're the to first find a way one to I heard say it, to be guys. honest. It's a good well, idea. I'd like to protect my guys. I'd like to find a way to do it. I guarantee you Tom Brady's brought it up to somebody in Tampa because he's the one that, you know, thinks ahead, so to speak. But I think most GMs are proactive in this regard. Hey, 67 players testing positive the last two days, that's enough of a message to me that we got to gather our troops and get under one, one roof. And if it means in the playoffs we have bubbles for each team, so be it. But I think the league has to look at it. The union will have its say in it, but I would sure look at it and consider all, all, all avenues to find ways to, to break into uh, 
you know, other places um, under one roof so that we don't have to be out in the public quite as much just to lessen our risk. Great point, Randy. Uh, great stuff overall. We Randy, appreciate thanks, it, man. Buddy, Thank we you. appreciate you. All right, guys. Thank you. All right. Parker's Power Rankings are next. Keep it locked. I'll couple Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right. It is the Odd Couple. Chris and Rob live from the Fox Sports Radio studios brought to you by one of our favorite cities, Las Vegas. It's the greatest arena on earth. Plan your trip today at visitlasvegas.com. All right. It's time for Parker's Power Rankings. Do you need the power? Yeah. Well, here it comes. Power. Can you feel power. the power? power? It's Parker's Power Ranking. All right, let's kick it off. Number five. Number five, I'm going to go with the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Wow. Nine and four. I'm still like uh, leery because of the numbers are a little inflated by what how they've dominated uh, Las Vegas and then some of the other games, but uh, they're definitely on the road back. I just uh, so sure. I guess Thursday we'll find out more about the Chiefs from me. I think it's an important game, and that'll tell me something. But for right now, they're number five. Number four, the New England Patriots. I mean. Mm. Yeah, I think the New England Patriots at 9-4, and four, their defense, they got the best defense in the NFL. That's why I ranked them so high. We saw what they can do. And they're third in special teams. So quarterback in the offense isn't that great. Uh, middle of the road, Chris. But uh, the defense, again, that's Bill Belichick. We know that. Kicking, defense, special teams, and they just continue to win. So uh, never thought I'd see them win. Seven games in a row, but uh, Patriots, nine and four. I have them at number four. Number three. Arizona Cardinals, I dropped them down to number three, uh, ten and three. I know. I mean, I don't want to be a prisoner of the moment. They still have ten wins, but they've lost all three home games, which is weird for a good team. Wow. And they're, they're, all they're they... only three and three at home, I believe. Right, which is very, very weird, like, like in the NFL. I get it. That they're six and zero. Uh, what are they? Seven uh, and zero on the road, right? Seven and zero on the road, which is incredible, Chris, in right. the NFL. Uh, but they needed to be better. That game was a statement game, and they failed. The Rams beat them. The Rams look better. So I got the Cardinals at number three. Number two, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're wow. also ten and three. Wow. Uh, Bucks, you know, lighten it up. A lot of bad teams, but they've gobbled them up. They've beaten them up. One strange thing, the defense has given up 26, 22.8 points a game, which is 19th in the league. Um, kind of surprising with their defense. It's still eighth overall, but giving up a lot of points. Uh, they have won 10 and three. They're in position to, to uh, vie for the number one seed in the NFC. Three teams all with 10 wins. This is going to be interesting to see how it plays out at the end. So I have the Bucks at number two. Number one. And number one, the Green Bay Packers. 
Number one, offense dominant. The defense has done a good job. Special teams, though, disaster. They're last. And, and, and you saw the Bears game. You know, de- special teams can kill you, Chris. They got a right. playmaking defense. Aaron Rodgers had four touchdowns against the Bears, carved them up almost 400 yards or whatever it was. But you can't give up returns and misplays on special teams, give teams short fields, especially when you talk about the postseason. But Green Bay, when you think about where they were after week one and then the other loss was when Aaron Rodgers didn't play, they've been pretty damn good. They've been 10-1 and one when you think about that. That's pretty incredible the rest of the year. So I got the Packers as number one. Yeah, I, I'm not mad at you with the Packers. Uh, I, I probably, even though I don't, you know, my picks were KC and Tampa Bay in the Super Bowl, and I'm sticking with that. But right now, I think the Packers deserve to be number one. Uh, I would have Kansas City number two. Would you? Okay. Yeah, I, I think, you know, that defense is legit. And the offense is coming around. It's not, you know, the light show that it's been the last few years. But it is, you know, coming around. Um, I'd have Tampa three. Why, why do you have Tampa below? Is is it what I was talking about, the defense and their points? Yeah, I don't up? think their defense has been as good. It's not like as, it was a year ago, at least right. the end of the year, right. And maybe it will be in the playoffs, we'll see. But, yeah, their defense has been a little suspect. Um, so, we just saw it this weekend when they gave up the lead, right? Um, yep. Against yep. Buffalo. They let Buffalo come back, right. I'd still have the Rams, Rob. I probably had the Rams four. And then, I, you know, New England, Arizona – Five. I, so I you think, have Arizona drop down despite ten wins. They would drop out of yeah. your top five. Wow. I could have them five. You could have them five. Because I got the Rams. I, yeah, I think Green Bay, Kansas City, Tampa Bay, and the Rams are all better than them. And New England. I'm nowhere. with you. The they offense. Got the number one is, defense. Yeah, the defense is great. But if they played Arizona, I mean, yeah, okay. I'm sure Belichick could give Kyler Murray some problems, but. With their offense, what's their offense going to do? You know, this week, the Colts challenged Mac Jones, Rob. They're saying we're going to make him beat us. So let's see. You know what I mean? I like I him. I think that's the right game plan, to be I honest. I'd, be, yep. I'd stack the box. I did him the run, and I'd make that guy, I'd make Mac Jones throw. I mean, I, after watching that, if you don't do that, what kind of coach are you? I mean, they're telling you, we're going to run the ball, and we're not going to put the quarterback in harm's way. And I'm like, I know, not not that they're going to run every down like they did right. in that game, but make Mac Jones beat you. That's how you. Yeah. And I if do. he goes out and does it this weekend, then God bless him. And Tip now you really got to look at them. Right. Right. But uh, let's see him prove it. All right. It is the odd couple, Chris and Rob. We got an hour left of fire. And keep it locked right here on Fox Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio app. Or Sirius XM Channel 83. You won't be disappointed. We got the great guests. And we got Trolling or Rolling with Martin Weiss. And believe we haven't said it yet, but Trash Talking Tuesday. My goodness. Lock it. <laughs> 